0: Hello guys, welcome or welcome back to Tea and Tangents with Tara. Today we're going to be talking about burnout. So if you haven't heard of burnout, lucky you, but burnout is a form of exhaustion caused by constantly feeling swamped. So according to WebMD, reliable source, it's a result of excessive and prolonged emotional, physical, and mental stress. So the first time that I heard about burnout was during covid um, when there was a big talk around one zoom burnout, so for remote students being online all day, constantly you know being at home in front of the computer and you know not getting you know outside attention, space, activity, and burnout for healthcare professionals and healthcare teams, essential workers who were constantly working around the clock to keep the country running basically. Uh, in my own personal case, I feel like I'm at a point where I'm burnt out, and that is something that I had to come to terms with in a way because no one wants to admit that they're feeling burnt out. It almost feels like like failing a little bit, but I promise you it's not. Burnout happens when you've been putting yourself through a lot for a long time. And that could be experiencing a lot of events that are traumatic and putting yourself through school or working full-time and going to school full-time. According to Mayo Clinic, uh, job burnout symptoms include a change in your sleeping habits. I can definitely relate to that one. I think I've been having a lot of late nights recently um, where I either just can't fall asleep or feel like I have to be productive until I'm tired. Another burnout symptom is dragging yourself to work and having trouble getting started I think this isn't something I entirely experience but I I feel it at home when I'm you know sitting down to finish my classwork or my work for work and it's just I feel so inclined to procrastinate because that's so much less of a workout mentally to do you know when you can say oh I'm gonna put it off for later I think that makes life easier in the short term, definitely not the long term. The next burnout symptom is finding it hard to concentrate. I think I also relate to this one uh, when I'm taking a summer class right now and it's so hard to sit down during summertime when I'm supposed to be relaxing and just learn new things. In the past, I've done pretty well with summer classes and with absorbing a lot of material in a short amount of time and retaining it. but I think as you get older and as you do more, it becomes harder to focus like that and to retain the information in the same way because you're not only learning from one source you have you know internship, work, uh, school, home life where you're all you're learning about life in general. and I think that becomes a toll in and of itself um, when you're doing so much. Um, anyways, <laughs> the next burnout symptom is lacking the energy to be consistently productive. So I think this is, I don't think this is completely a valid question because I don't think anyone should or can be consistently productive throughout your day. I think there has to be periods of unproductivity because that's, I mean, that's when growth happens. That's when you have time to reflect. And that's when you have time to, you know, and do things you enjoy. Being productive isn't necessarily the goal of every day. I know it's great to, like, check everything off your to-do list and feel accomplished at the end of the day. But I don't think you have to completely be productive all day. However, with this question, being consistently productive, uh, I I find it hard now, at least. It's so <laughs> tiresome to, you know, sit through, go to school, and then go to work, and then come home and do homework, and, uh, you know, just get everything done. I realize I say you know a lot. Pardon me. Um, another one of the burnout symptoms from, you know, this list is having unexplained headaches, stomach, or bowel problems, or other physical complaints a lot of people don't realize that the emotional toll that you take on also affects your physical body. I learned this not only in personal experience, but in anatomy and um, in learning about physical therapy. So I study health sciences in college. And uh, one big thing about patient care is that a lot of times patients hold emotional trauma in their bodies. So when they have you know a pain it's not always necessarily from muscle strain or from a broken bone it's sometimes because they're holding emotional trauma in different ways in their own body and that's why it's so important to take care of your emotional and mental well-being not just because it's constantly reiterated in the media but because it actually affects your health whether you want to acknowledge it or not Um, and that relates to burnout as a whole because You can prevent burnout by taking breaks, taking time for yourself, not overworking yourself, and in the same ways, I think you can treat burnout. Obviously, this is not medical advice, disclaimer, but I think it's something to consider. At least in the physical therapy realm, uh, a lot of patients come to physical therapy to treat something like back pain or Um, You know, leg pain or coming in after having surgery done on their knees or another part of their body where they need to, you know, basically be rehabilitated into movement. But during that course of treatment, a lot of times they find themselves, patients find themselves talking with their physical therapist or their physical therapist aid and really relieving themselves of the emotional toll that is being taken on by their brain so what happens to make them need the surgery what medical condition are they experiencing that's stressing them out so much and making them so disheartened and talking about it helps because patients need to be cared for as a holistic human being and not just patients all people need to be cared for as holistic human beings we're not meant to be robots working at the clock and putting ourselves through a twelve hour day, that's not one it it's not realistic, no even if you say, "Oh, I can do it because I know I say that all the time, I'm like yeah, but I can do it. it's realistic for me. it's not sustainable. You're simply going to become so tired and worn from you know the the, the toll and dread of every day that you won't be able to sustain that type of lifestyle. I don't think it's bad to stay productive. I don't think productivity is something that deficits your quality of life. I think it's something that needs to be you know, taken with a grain of salt. Because we're in this culture where you know, we are constantly told to hustle, to do better, to move quicker, move faster. I think it definitely could be because we, one, live in a capitalistic society. So that does benefit our society as a whole when individual workers are... Productive and when people want to hustle, it benefits our economy. Um, so, that's something the government wa- may want to push too. And I think the government does push it through education programs. Providing education is of utmost perf- importance when dealing with youth and governmental legislation, but the way that we push let me rephrase that the way that we push young people in school is so surrounded by how we want workers to mind themselves so for example from the time you're five you're in an eight hour day of school similar to like an eight hour standard work shift and you go home after that and do homework so I remember being in middle school, literally like 11 years old, and being stressed about homework and exams, and that definitely took away time from being a child and experiencing the things that I think we were put on this world to experience. As a university student now, I think I've found a better work-life balance somewhat, but I'm still working towards it. Um sometimes I'm inclined to just stay in my room and get my work done finish studying and, you know, go to sleep and get some sleep. But I've also found myself putting aside time to hang out with my friends, to meet new people, to go to new places and eat new food. All of those things have taught me just as much, if not more, than being in university. It's So important to experience life and not to hold yourself up in your work environment or your school environment. And, you know, I can be contradictory and say, okay, well, that's being productive and learning things, but it's not. Um, It's, it's enjoying yourself and experiencing new things does not have to be productive. I remember I went to the aquarium last year and this was literally during finals um, college finals, and I was so hyped to go to the aquarium, but I was also felt a little guilty for not putting in time for school, and it, that was supposed to be an enjoyable experience, but it still was surrounded by a little guilt. Guilt is something you're going to experience when you start breaking away from constantly being productive, um, you, you're gonna feel guilty for not sitting down and studying or putting aside time to I don't know pursue a new hobby because I think that's something that I spend a lot of my time doing um something that I saw today in on Pinterest actually a quote is, becoming less reactive is a huge part of growth and decreasing stress if you let everything you worked up get you worked up. You're damaging your mind, body, and spirit. So this relates to being not emotionally reactive, but I think it also relates to um, overworking yourself and taking on new things. So when you react to new opportunities in a way where you don't consider how it'll affect you long term or fit into your schedule, um, you, you definitely are preventing yourself from growing in a way. And Hear me out. That sounds counterintuitive because you might think, okay, well, if I take on every new opportunity before me, then I have to, you know, grow. I have to take on this stress to be better, to know more. But it's really about quality. The quality of your opportunities is so much more important than the quantity. You can have a million different side hustles and be burnt out and feel unfulfilled. And you can have really two really good jobs or internships that fulfill the areas of your life that need to be fulfilled in you know your work sector. Uh, it also goes with hanging out. If you say yes to every person that asks you to hang out, assuming that you know you're always getting asked to hang out or like you always want to hang out, because not everyone always wants to hang out, but when you're in a social environment if you always say that you want to hang out or always say yes you're gonna drown in the amount of plans that you make and i I know i might be sounding a little too extroverted right now um about you know always hanging out or always wanting to hang out but i'm trying to emphasize this balance that needs to be found so even going out too much will burn you out because you won't find time for personal growth and self-reflection and, you know, the other areas of your life that need to be taken care of. Um, so the way you react to situations, especially accepting or declining new things on your calendar, will affect how burnt out you get, in my theory. <laughs> uh, so burnout is, I feel like I'm burnt out right now. No, I'm not not going to sugarcoat it and it didn't really hit me until last week. I'm in this course and it's so strenuous and I've never really struggled this much in a course before so it's definitely taking a little toll. I I think I'll be fine in the end but it's definitely taking a toll during its duration and I just started a new job so that's I'm so, so excited about it. I love going. I love learning and working there. But I also have to keep in mind that I have to be wary of how much I take on. I'm always inclined to take on the new hobby and the new opportunity because I love experiencing new things. Like, I love, love, love experiencing new things. Uh, In fall semester, I joined the equestrian team and that was so... I would never regret that experience. I'm so glad that I'm on the team. I'm literally riding horses two to three times a week during the school year. And I'm so blessed and fortunate to be able to do that. It's not something I've ever experienced before. And I found a real love for it. I'll definitely maybe do another episode about just the equestrian team and horses. But at the same time, that was a big thing to take on. And I had to remind myself that you have to give and take. So while taking on the equestrian team, I also had to let up on some other stuff and not accept some other opportunities in order to pursue this. Um, So another thing about taking on opportunities is I have made the mistake of taking on too much at multiple points in my life. Uh, I'm slowly learning from it, slowly learning how to not take on too much. But at the same time, you know, life is a learning game. So... Uh, with research. I love research. I'm involved in multiple research projects, but I think in my second semester of this past academic year, I definitely took on too much. I joined three different research projects and uh, started working for one of the companies, and I, I think the quality of my work was there, but I was spreading myself too thin, especially with school, which almost inhibited the quality of what my work could have been so if I had been doing one or two research projects I think I would have had a better quality of how it turned out to be actually one of them is one study is launching in fall maybe I could have launched sooner if I had been taking on less. but at the same time I really did enjoy each of them, so I can't say that I hated being there or it wasn't worth my time because I 100% believe that it was worth my time, and I learned so much. I met so many interesting people that I wouldn't have met otherwise, so I don't regret it. I just definitely think in the future, I'll be sure to take on maybe one or two at a time instead of three. Uh, Another quote from Pinterest that I want to share is burnout happens when you avoid being human for too long this is from a blogger called the blissful mind and I completely agree again you get burnt out when you avoid having time for yourself when you're constantly putting yourself through work as we said before um, breaks are really important but more so it's also important to take on your own personal interests outside of work and school And, you know, that can be riding horses, that can be writing, podcasting, uh, talking with friends. You have to take those things on and, you know, schedule them accordingly. (laughs) If you're a calendar person like me, put it in your calendar. Because otherwise you don't experience those things, especially if you're a productive person who likes to schedule things. If you don't schedule it out, it's not going to happen. I've been experimenting this summer with not scheduling things. Crazy, I know, right? So I've been doing a lot more last-minute things, last-minute plans, uh, day-before plans instead of, like, a week before. And that's been super cool. I really enjoyed it. And I really didn't think I would enjoy it because I like having things on a calendar. I started using Apple calendars. Usually I use just my agenda. But since it's about to run out of pages, I started using Apple calendars. And it's super convenient. You can add, you know, if you, if you have a work schedule that's integrated with Apple calendars, you can just add it right to it. And it will automatically update for you. Um, not sponsored. But, but definitely check that out if you like planning things. And make a little tab to plan personal things. Make a little tab for birthdays and hangouts and going to the movies. A movie I really want to see is Jurassic World. So I definitely have to put that in my planner. Um, uh, the last thing I want to emphasize about burnout before I go on to talk about breaks is burnout starts with excessive ambition. So there's a quote from Shakespeare from Julius Caesar. Um, there's a quote by Brutus that says, I know we're not condoning murder, but there's a quote from Brutus that says, as he was valiant, I honor him. But as he was ambitious, I slew him. And this talks about slaying Julius Caesar. So out of out of context, you might be like, what the heck? But, and this might also seem very out of context of our conversation right now, but uh, Br- Julius Caesar was ambitious. He was an ambitious man, uh, in good and bad ways. But ambition killed him a lot of people say that ambition killed Julius Caesar because he turned so many people against him so many people were vengeful to kill him let's let's stick to the play context instead of the historical context but I think this applies to the person in itself so individuals ambition can kill you <laughs> that's excessive but ambition can kill your spirit I'm a very ambitious person. I love pursuing everything and trying to pursue everything I can with, to the best of my ability. Not in a. I, I always have to take it to the extreme for some reason. But uh, taming that ambition is so much more of a talent than just letting it go and trying to do everything. Because when you tame your ambition and you're able to uh, schedule what you do or allow yourself to experience some things but not others or just manage yourself in a way where your ambition is in overcoming your actual ability to do things and be a productive human being you save yourself you save yourself in a way because you have so much time whether you're young or old to experience things in life and to try things in life you don't have to do it all at once you really don't, and that's, this is also a reminder to myself. But you really don't have to do everything at once to experience it. You can, but you have to do it in moderation. You can't do everything full time. I do. I definitely encourage anyone listening, if anyone is listening, um, to try new experiences, try new things. You won't regret it. But try it within bite-sized pieces. Don't overwhelm yourself. You don't have to commit to a semester long ballet class to try out ballet. You know, you can you don't have to become a D one athlete to enjoy track. There's so many things you can do to tame your ambition without burning yourself out. A lot of you, especially if you're in high school right now, might not even believe in burnout. You might believe that you can keep going forever and the optimist in me wants to tell you that you can, but idealistically, no. Not 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 idealistically, like you can do everything. Re- realistically, you, you need to give yourself a break. It, it, at the very least, if you're not going to cut down on the excessive amount of things you do, you need to give yourself a little break. Today, my break after class was going to McDonald's. I drove to McDonald's by myself, and I got a vanilla shake, which I have now, And some large fries. Amazing. 10 out of 10. Michelin star. (laughs) And I had a little coupon too. So that was awesome. I saved like $5. Sign up for McDonald's rewards. Not sponsored. (laughs) Um, Yeah, give yourself a break. Burnout is not fun. And it's hard to recover from. It's much easier to prevent burnout than to recover from it. Especially when you're on a track or studying a major where you have to keep going you don't want to burn yourself out especially not in the beginning I'm a pre-med student so this is only the beginning of the rest of my life and I have to find a way to manage it and so do you we have to find a way to manage it so we don't get burned out Uh, no matter what field you're studying I've seen musical theater students in my university in particular get so burnt out because they're doing so much. They're going to eight-hour rehearsals and going to school, auditioning, trying to study dance, singing, uh, visual arts, media, and just being a student. It can happen to anyone. It can happen in any field. So don't exclude yourself from being burnt out. Uh a big thank you to all of the essential workers who have been working through burnout this entire pandemic. Uh, I've seen it firsthand and it's it's rough. So yeah, definitely, you know, tame your ambition, take breaks, don't overwork yourself. It's okay to be productive, but don't be overproductive. And yeah. Thank you for listening to the second episode of Tea and Tangents with Tara. Thank you for bearing with me through the learning process. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you have any recommendations, hopefully I'll have a way to do that soon. (laughs) Thank you for listening, and see you in the next episode.